Well, thanks very much for three fantastic presentations there. Well, the main lessons I draw from them, I suppose the first one is um, from Brodie's talk that to be effective, you have to terrify the living daylights out of the authorities. Um, the, the, the second big lesson, I think, from Paul's presentation is that change can happen, despite what we're constantly told. I mean, we're, we have uh, almost an industry, a, 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 an industry, the apparatus of persuasion, whose purpose is to tell us things are as they are, and they can't change. I, I remember a few years ago when we were told we couldn't make a renewables transition because it would add about 10% to the price of wholesale electricity. Um, the gas price then went up 250%. And the country didn't flinch. Nothing happened. It wasn't a disaster. And yet we were constantly told that factors like that would make transition and change impossible. And the third lesson I draw coming from David's talk is that possibly there are no historical precedents for what we want to achieve. That we've sometimes had an almost chiliastic, magical belief that we can just look to the past and pick something off the shelf and this is what we need to do. Some of the things we're trying to achieve are, are completely different to what has been done before. I mean, not least among those of us who believe that endless economic growth has to come to an end. That's something completely new, in, in, as far as I know, in terms of historical precedent. I also draw from all three presentations the lesson that what might change through economic and technical forces might be very different to what a, needs to change, and what B, could be forced through through political means. Um, and that we simply can't um, sit and wait for those economic and technological changes to deliver what we want to see happening. That, that's another lesson that I would draw from, from David's presentation. Uh, we, you know, something I pick up from the conference as a whole is, is that while extraordinary and heroic things have been done at many periods, we see a further undermining of the belief in inexorable progress, that um, progress is not something we should expect as a general social or human condition. Um, progress happens by fits and starts, and it happens as a result of massive and dedicated campaigning on the part of often some very brave people who, who put their liberty on the line put in some cases their lives on the line in order to achieve that change, and that the changes which take place are often only partial changes, and they can be set back by subsequent change. And something which has come up again and again in my mind throughout today is, is that we're up against the same forces that have been deployed against progressive change as people have been up against for centuries. The people we're fighting today, they're the same people who would have cut the, the poor relief in half in 1834 and thrown people into the, in, into the workhouses. They're the same people who oppose, who, who oppose women's suffrage, the same people who opposed abolition. Um, that We're against this constant battle um, against those who want to preserve um, the, the economic interests of the elite, the political interests of the elite, and will use almost any means to achieve that. The, these are people, as we keep discovering, we're discovering today, have in effect no limits. And, and our task is a very great one, one to, to preserve what has been achieved by previous generations, these tremendous achievements, often at great cost, all of which 
are, are in danger of being whittled away in one form or another, uh, but then to take things much further than in some cases and anyone has taken things before. And not least is, is this call um, that, that motivates so many of us um, that uh, we, we, we should um, turn the economy around so that it serves us rather than us serving the economy. Um, th this, this is, it, it, it's at least in detail and perhaps in scope, without historical precedent. So while it is absolutely essential that we learn the lessons of history, and I'm very grateful to all historians we've heard today in, in bringing so many of those to the front of our minds, we're going to have to design a lot of what we intend to do from scratch. Thank you. Thank you.